the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Another one because see we don't need one for the thumb. We have six six Super Bowls. Steve Sabatini, I hope you're listening. We have six Super Bowls. I want to congratulate, as you might guess, I am from the city of Pittsburgh, Super Bowl champions. I want to congratulate the Rooney family. I want to congratulate Coach Mike Tomlin for a fantastic job, and, of course, the entire team, from San Antonio Holmes to Ben Roethlisberger, everyone, you made this city proud during a time when people haven't had a lot to cheer about. Congratulations. And, Eric, weren't you happy to hear that? Oh, absolutely. My uh, my, my wife uh, hails from uh, Pittsburgh, so we were uh, waving our terrible towels, as it were. All right, there you go. See that? And in case you don't know, this is Joyce Bender from Disability Matters, and we have today another great show with Eric Hargis, the president and CEO of the Epilepsy Foundation. That's who you just heard speak a few moments ago. And Ryan Dillon, who actually works on the Hill in Washington, D.C., and I am proud to have them both on today because now we'll get to talk about something I am equally excited about, and that is the National Walk for Epilepsy, and this is, by the way, the third year of the walk, and we are really excited about it. So I wanted to ask you first, how did this idea come up, 
Eric, maybe we could start with you. How did this idea even come up? And again, Eric Hargis is the CEO of the National Epilepsy Foundation. Certainly, Joyce. Uh, well, well, first of all, you know, uh, obviously a, uh, a walk is not a new concept. A lot of organizations do that. But you have to put this in perspective with epilepsy. Uh, you know, epilepsy, even though it's the oldest condition known to humankind, is still often surrounded by mystery and ignorance and fear. And there is so much stigma associated with, with epilepsy. The, the idea was is for uh, to get as, as many people as we can to come together and stand on the mall in front of the U.S. Capitol and really send a message here in Washington and around the country uh, that, um, you know, to increase the awareness of, of epilepsy, to let people know that epilepsy is a medical condition just like anything else, like diabetes or, or asthma. And um, it's, you know, it's not uh, coincidental that we're holding this event in, in Washington where we can really make a statement in our nation's capital. And quite a statement it was because, Eric, as I recall, the very first year we had it, I think we were all wondering, okay, how many people will be here? Hopefully more than 500. Yeah, you know, I had, you know, I, I would, uh, you know, I'd wake up with these nightmares that we had, you know, because a lot of times, you know, a first-year event, you get, you know, it, it takes a while to build that we would have, you know, 300 people walking down Constitution Avenue, and if you're familiar with that, that's a pretty wide boulevard, and it would be a little pathetic looking. We were just shocked that were that there were 5,000 people out the first year. We had 8,000 out last year, and we expect many, many more this year. Can you imagine that? I mean, really, it was the first time we ever had it, so like we had no idea how many people would, would be there. And just think, envisioning, we only have a few, and then here you go. I mean, that is just something. And, Ryan, were you there the first year? I, uh, unfortunately, I was not. Um, this will be my first year uh, getting involved. And uh, I really, after uh, I had a seizure in, in July, uh, and it was after that seizure that I, I really reflected on what can I do to make a difference? Uh, how can I help out? Uh, what can, how can I tell my story? Uh, and yesterday I had the distinct honor and privilege to, to speak before the national staff of the Epilepsy Foundation. Uh, and it was truly humbling uh, to tell my story to them uh, and to hear them talk and be with them. Uh, and I, I want to especially thank Eric and, and uh, his staff for all that they do. I know I speak for uh, the millions of Americans who have seizures uh, and expressing my gratitude to them for the work that they do day in and day out. Uh, they, they work on our behalf, and, and when a cure is found, it's not going to be one person. It's going to be a team, uh, and the foundation is a part of that team. Well, Ryan, as a woman with epilepsy and the chair-elect of that national board of the Epilepsy Foundation, I can tell you it's people like you that will help us change the, the way people think about epilepsy. It's people like you speaking up. I give you tremendous credit. T tell me, what did you talk to the uh, national staff about? Uh, well, you know, it was, it was a, it was a two-pronged message. Uh, obviously, my first message was to thank them for the work that they do uh, because they are the, the, the concrete backbone of, of this organization. Uh, and the other message was to put a, a real face to my story uh, because I know that they work hard every day on our behalf, but uh, unfortunately, sometimes uh, they're not able to, to hear a real story uh, and, and I was able to express my gratitude to them. Uh, and so I, I went there and told my story uh, and told them why I got involved and, uh, and encouraged them all to get involved in the walk. I know they have many things going on in their lives, um, but I, I wanted to make sure that they knew that I appreciated what they do, uh, and, and I just wanted them to be involved in this walk as well. 
And Ryan, did you just find out that you have epilepsy? Uh, no, my first seizure was when I was a young, uh, young baby, about six months old. Um, and then I had a sort of a lapse. Uh, and then my, my next seizure occurred in eighth grade. Um, and then my, my freshman year of, of high school, uh, my senior year of high school, um, and these are just the breakthroughs. Uh, obviously, I'm on medication, but uh, these are the breakthroughs that have happened. Um, and then uh, one in college, um, and then one in 2006, and more recently in July. And uh, those breakthroughs, were those caused due to uh, a problem with the medication in your system, or what was that due to? Uh, there was really never a, a definite answer. Um, obviously, breakthroughs occur. Um, so I've switched medicines and we've tried new things. Uh, I, I grew at a rapid pace during high school, so the neurologist thought maybe it was a growth that was affecting it. Um, so there's never really been a definite answer. Um, but fortunately for me, um, they are controlled by medicine, but unfortunately there is a breakthrough every once in a while. And what made you decide that you went to contact the National Epilepsy Foundation, Ryan? Uh, the seizure I had in July was, was the largest of the ones. Um, it was approximately five and a half minutes. Um, so it was definitely a grand mal seizure. And I thought, after this, what can I do? How can I get involved? Um, and, and I really went to the foundation yesterday and said, you know, it's, it's I have more than one goal here. Uh, obviously, one of my goals is to raise money for the foundation. Uh, and I set a goal uh, when I first started of uh, $5,000. Uh, and, and I'm pleased to announce that as of about 45 minutes ago, I've just passed $4,000. Hey, congratulations. So, so I'm getting, that is I'm getting awesome. very close. Uh, and I definitely have a lot of hard work left to do, but, and I, I will get there. Um, but my other message to them was uh, not only can I help raise money, but more importantly, create awareness. Um, and... And it's important to do that because, uh, as Eric mentioned earlier, there's there's a lot of ignorance with epilepsy. People don't know what it is. People don't know how to react to it. They don't they don't know, um, you know. I, I can almost guarantee that there are many Americans out there who don't know about epilepsy, but someone very close to them probably has it. Um, it affects people on a daily basis. Uh, and so, uh, I guess one of my message to your listeners would be one uh, to those with epilepsy. You know, don't be discouraged. Uh, get involved. Tell your story because you truly can make a difference. Um, you know, I have an email list of over 600 people I've been emailing about the walk. Uh, and so a lot of them have replied and said, I didn't know you had epilepsy. So do I. Uh, so we've talked about that. Um, others have said, I thank you for, for sending this to me because, you know, I had no idea what to do if someone had a seizure or what epilepsy was. Um, so creating awareness uh, is what I would encourage those without epilepsy to do. Uh, become informed. You know, what is epilepsy? What causes epilepsy? Do I know anyone with epilepsy? You know, what do I do if someone has a seizure? Uh, so it's really a, a true prong message. And I think that's awesome how you are educating people. But I'll tell you what, Ryan, this thing I know for sure. You know, it's really, I always tell people, you don't totally understand epilepsy unless you've had a seizure, but you can still help Absolutely. find the Absolutely. cure or change stigma for people with epilepsy. And uh, as I said, people like you, Ryan, that are going to make a difference. We're going to go to break, and then we'll be right back with Ryan Dillon, who works on the Hill in Washington, D.C., and Eric Hargis, president and CEO of the National Epilepsy Foundation. We'll be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. 
Have you ever thought about having your own Internet talk show? Well, if you said yes, then click About Us. Then click Be a Host to get more information. Or just call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Say that again. 480-294-6417. VoiceAmerica.com. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. Hey, if you just tuned in, we have Eric Hargis, the CEO and President of the National Epilepsy Foundation, and Ryan Dillon, a young man speaking up about his epilepsy. I think we have a caller on the line. Do we have Julie on the line? Yes, this is Julie. Hey, Julie, how you doing? Just fine. I just wanted to let you know that I'm coming out for the walk, and I'm really excited. Oh, awesome. You mean the walk in D.C.? Yes. Cool. That's good. Well, we'll take you everywhere, Julie. We'll take you in Pittsburgh and in D.C. And I just want to tell you... um, Julie, how much it means to me what you and Alan have done. Well, my question I really do have is for Ryan is how important is his daily routine like food intake, liquid intake, exercise, stress in these breakthrough seizures? Uh, It's a great question, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and point this out. I would recognize that voice anywhere, uh, and I definitely recognize it from halfway across the country. Uh, This is actually my mother in Missouri. Um, and it's a great question. Um, those are all factors I have to adjust to, uh, especially with the, me- the medication I'm on. Uh, you know, obviously, liquid is very important. I am working very hard to cut down on, on caffeine. Um, all, of, all of what she has mentioned are contributing factors uh, to, a, to a seizure, and particularly the ones that I have. Um, obviously, working on the Hill can be quite stressful, uh, so I have to find ways to, when I leave here, uh, de-stress and, and really kind of decompress. Uh, and, I, and I do that at the gym, uh, and I have to be careful about that as well, because um, uh, up until July I kind of pushed the line, uh, but uh, unfortunately um, seizure seizure happened. Um, so I have to be very careful when exercising. Uh, it, it's all a, a balance act and time management. Uh, you know, balancing not getting stressed and the gym and, and eating healthy. Um, I, I really don't get along with the kitchen very well and the oven, but uh, I'm working working on that as well. So. Uh, a lot of things I'm working on personally, but also uh, spreading the message. How about you, Eric? Do you have a comment about that? Yeah, a, a couple things. First of all, um, you know, 
you know, Ryan is absolutely correct. There's there are no uh, there are no single um, identifiable triggers for uh, you know for causing a seizure. Oftentimes, it can be very personal. I think you have to kind of watch you know what seems to impact you know you personally. Um, you know, Ryan did mention some things that are very common. It's important. Uh, to you know, to, to get uh, to get sleep, and oftentimes uh, being sleep deprived can be it can be a trigger. So avoiding you know caffeine or alcohol you know late, particularly late at night. Um, managing managing stress is is important. So uh, another thing is, that's extremely important. A lot of people don't know that there are a lot of different you know medication choices uh, for for controlling seizures, and it's a balance between. You know, the medication that's going to control your seizures, but also the one that you can tolerate that's going to give you the best quality of life. So it's important if, you know, you're not getting the quality of life or your seizures or are not under control to talk to your doctor about other treatment options. And if you have a doctor who says, no, this is, there's only one medication, there's only one thing that works, it's time to get a new doctor. I agree with you. Uh, and Julie, where would you be coming from? I'm coming from Rolla, Missouri. To, to the walk? Well, we are going to be so excited to have you there, and we know we're going to have a great team with Ryan. How could you not have a great team? Exactly. Right? I'm sure you're very proud of him. All right, Julie, thank you for calling in. And, you know, we seem to have lost one of our callers, but who I thought we also had on the line is another Julie, Uh, but that Julie is Julie Fanica wife of Alan, uh, but we'll see if that comes back. Anyway, Ryan, I wanted to ask you, what really, or who, I should say, gave you your motivation to do this? Um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty self-motivated, uh, most self-motivated guy, um, and, I, and I thought after my last seizure, um, you know, I can't let epilepsy control my life. I have to control epilepsy. Uh, and so that was my first thought. Um, I don't know that there's one single individual that I can point out. Um, obviously, my family is my backbone, uh, and I, I'm sure that a lot of them are listening all across the country. Um, and so they are an inspiration to me, uh, and, and they are, you know, I've always in my life have set goals for myself, uh, and they've always stood behind me 110%. Uh, and so uh, I would say my family and, and very close friends as a whole have really inspired me to do this uh, because, you know, it was some of my close friends who, I didn't know I had epilepsy. Uh, I didn't discuss it with them, um, and that was negligence on my part. Uh, so uh, they've inspired me to to create awareness within them, uh, but be all, also beyond that. Um, obviously, my family has experienced it firsthand. Uh, because fortunately, I've always had someone around me when I've had a seizure. Um, so they've their awareness uh, has always been there, but uh, I've encouraged them to, to take it beyond that and, and help me spread the message. Well, I think that is awesome. And, and in case we do lose her here, let me just mention, when you hear me talking about Julie and Alan Fanica, uh, Alan, as you know, plays for the New York Jets. He used to play for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. And when they left Pittsburgh, the greatest loss was just because they are two tremendous human beings. That he himself contacted the Epilepsy Foundation of Western and Central PA on his own saying that he wanted to give back. I know when Judy first got this email, she's thinking, is this really the same Alan Fanica that we know? Uh, But, you know, when people do stand up, they have no idea the impact that they make, just as Alan has no idea the impact, I'm sure, that he's made in 
It is tremendous, and I know he was at the VIP uh, gala, but he also spoke last year at the uh, walk, Eric. Yeah, he did. And Joyce, I, I think you're bringing out a very important point here when it comes to when it comes to employment, because unfortunately, uh, unemployment for people with epilepsy capable full employment is very high, as high as as, as high as 25 percent. And oftentimes, employers are concerned. Well, if someone has epilepsy, can he or she really do the job? You know, and here we have, you know, Ryan on Capitol Hill helping to set, you know, his legislators set the policies for our country. You know, Alan Fanica um, goes to the, uh, you know, goes to the Pro Bowl every year. He's been playing in the NFL for a lot of years. This year, actually, at the walk, we're also going to have uh, Jason Snelling, who's a running back uh, with the Atlanta Falcons, who um, uh, also has epilepsy. So the message to employers is, look, you know, if you can play in the NFL with this condition, why should you discriminate and limit people's employment opportunities if they have epilepsy? Oh, I agree. I agree. What I always I always say to people, you know, if if you can play in the NFL, I'll bet you could be an entry level accountant or computer person. I mean, to me, this is ludicrous that people think people with epilepsy cannot do the job. They can, although there are some that may not be able to. There are many that can. The problem is when people throw everyone into one pot and discriminate equally against all of them, and that is why Ryan what you're doing is absolutely so important. Um, I wanted to ask you, though, Eric, what was your impression of the, of the first year of the walk? Well, you know, um, Joyce, I really put it in both the kind of the, the global impact but then, but then also the personal. The, the global, it was the, this was the largest gathering of people, you know, concerned about epilepsy in the history of the planet, um, raised, uh, you know, raised a million dollars. So on that level, it was it was incredible. What what struck me was was the personal stories. I met a woman from uh, from Seattle, and she said that she had had epilepsy for you know for for more than more than forty five years. Had never told anyone, but when she knew that all these people were going to come together, you know, in Washington to make a statement from the Capitol, she had to be there. So she saved up her money and, and flew out and joined us. In fact, the um, the band that performed both last year and um, the year before, the lead singer, one by the name of uh, Carrie Naquin, uh, also um, had epilepsy for, for 40 years. She had never told anyone except her husband. And they were up on stage performing, and she looks out at 5,000 people who are all understanding and accepting. And at that point, she decided, okay, it's time. She took the microphone and, in, you know, in, in front of the Capitol, in front of 5,000 people, told them that she had epilepsy. Um, she was, in fact, she was so moved that for the second year she wrote a song called "The Walk." Um, so it's those types of stories that I think makes this a lot more than just a walk and a fundraising event for the Epilepsy Foundation. You know, again, we're talking about a condition where so many people have been, you know, in the shadows and uh, unwilling to, you know, disclose they have epilepsy when it's a medical condition like anything else. And the walk is really a celebration of, you know, let's not, let's not stay in the closet or in the shadows. This is, we don't do that with other medical conditions. Why should we be doing this with epilepsy? Yeah, and I'm hoping that as the years go on, it will get bigger and bigger. You know, Ryan, just remember that next year is the 20th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And I am hoping to see a huge crowd at that epilepsy walk next year. I really am. And I want to tell you that several people in our federal government have been really supportive. One 
is the current acting vice chair of the uh, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, uh, Commissioner Christine Griffin, who has attended the last several years and will be there again this year. And also, I want to acknowledge Yoshiko Dart. Yoshiko, if you're listening, remember, you have the power, Yoshiko, and I think the world of you, Yoshiko Dart, for always attending, and Cheryl Sensenbrenner and Becky Ogle. I mean, I could go on and on. So many leaders uh, in this country who attend this every year, and that means so much to me. Um, and, and I know, Eric, it's amazing, isn't it, the people that attend this, from NFL stars to, of course, our TV star, Greg Grunberg. Absolutely, you know, Greg is doing Greg is doing so much for for people with epilepsy. His son, uh, his son Jake, um, has epilepsy. Uh, Jake had difficult to control seizures. Has just uh, had uh, uh, had surgery at uh, Rush in Chicago. Uh, surgery was successful, and so far it's been uh, it's been very very good. Um, uh, Greg looks for every opportunity uh, to make people aware and to. Um, you know, to, to, to speak out about epilepsy. And so having someone, uh, he's the, um, plays on NBC's top rated show Heroes, uh, he's just a fabulous spokesperson for, uh, for ep- the epilepsy community. He is. He is. I mean, I'm going to tell you about Greg Grumberg. If you're not watching Heroes, everyone listening to this show, start watching it just because of what he's doing for Americans with disabilities, specifically epilepsy. He doesn't have to. And he is giving so much of his time to the National Epilepsy Foundation and really to people with epilepsy all across this country. He is speaking up. He is speaking out. As Eric mentioned about his son, Jake, you know, having epilepsy, every time Greg is up there talking, he talks about how we're in this together and how you do not need to be ashamed. And that is what it's all about. Remember, I'm Joyce Bender. I have epilepsy, and I am not ashamed. That is just part of who I am and who you are. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com, where disability does matter. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Over there, over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand, and it's everywhere. This woman may sound silly to you and me. It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks. Teeny little pieces of rocks. 
But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, she makes perfect sense. How does it feel when you touch the sand? Is it warm? Uh-huh. It's hard to hold in your hand, isn't it? Uh-huh. Learning starts long before school does, and children are naturally curious. They want to learn, so follow their lead. Take simple, everyday moments, like sorting laundry or playing on the beach, and turn them into learning moments. Is this water? No. Very good. This is sand. Oh, no, no, it's not food. It's sand. We don't eat sand. <laughs> Turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at bornlearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. You know, when we were talking about Super Bowl champions, I've got to tell you, the listeners, my listeners are Super Bowl champions. You are awesome. I cannot believe how popular you have made this show. And you know what? I give you the credit because if you weren't listening, that wouldn't be happening. And all of you across America that are listening to this show, you are helping me do more and more for people with disabilities. You are awesome. I think we have a caller on the line. Do we have a caller? Yes, you do. Okay, go ahead, please. Hi, my name is Jan, and a special shout-out to Ryan. We're very proud of you, Ryan. It takes a lot of courage to do what you're doing, and you're doing a fantastic job. I only wish I could be in D.C. on the walk with you. Love you. And how about that, Ryan? How about that? It's, it's those kinds of messages that, uh, you know, that keep me motivated. That's uh, my, my grandparents in Missouri as well. Well, you know what? You're really lucky. I, I've been you very, really very are. Hey, and I want to say to Grandma, wherever she went. Yeah. Are you there, Grandma? Oh, they, I'm here. You are supportive, like you're being is so important because not everyone's like you. Not everyone is like you, Grandma. Not everyone is supportive of their children um, the way you are. Many of them aren't that way. And what you're doing, you're being a great example for other people. Just give him a special hug for me. He knows I'm a hugging Grandma. Oh, well, guess what? You're with the right one because I'm a hugging woman, so I will make sure I do that for you. It's it's funny that that, uh, the foundation are are huggers, too. Uh, After my speech, uh, I went to shake some hands, and a lot of them said, oh, no, I'm a hugger, I'm a hugger. So there's and a lot of See that, Eric? It is contagious. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, Grandma, thank you for calling in. Thank you for letting Ryan be on the air, and I want to thank the National Epilepsy Foundation for what they are doing. No problem. We're happy to do so. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. You know, I meant what I said, though, uh, Ryan. Not everyone is like this. No, I Not everyone is like that. Not everyone is encouraging like that, and I think that is unbelievable. No wonder you have such confidence. You have a great family behind you. I Yes. I, I mean, words cannot uh, put into into motion what, uh, what I, my thanks to them and my love and support for them. So, Well, listen, we have... Um, to go over something very important, and that would be 
how the how do we register for the walk? Where is the walk? You know, Eric, would you mind going over some details for everyone? Joyce, certainly. First of all, it's it's important. Uh, people can participate in the walk wherever they are in the country. Uh, obviously, it's great if you can if you can come to Washington. A fabulous time to be here. The weekend of the walk is the beginning of the Cherry Blossom Festival. So, if you've never, you know, when you're actually out on the walk course, you're going to go buy a lot of the cherry blossom trees. So, it's a wonderful time to be in Washington. But if you can't be here, you can participate uh, in your in your community. What you should do uh, is go is go to the website. Go to Walk for Epilepsy. That's all one word. Uh, walk for Epilepsy. E P I L E P S Y. Dot org. Um, when you get to that website, there's lots of information. You push the button that says join the walk, and then you can register to actually come to Washington. Uh, you can do what Ryan is doing, which is to set up a team, and that's great because you can get a lot of you know friends and family. It's a lot more fun when you're walking with uh, you know with your colleagues. You can set up a team, or you can be a, a virtual walker, which means um, you, you're participating in the walk, but you're going to walk in you know in your hometown. Um, Understand when you're walking in your uh, in your hometown, you're participating in the walk and doing just as much as the folks that are here uh, in in Washington in terms of showing support and you know uh, having the you know wearing the T-shirt and raising money for epilepsy. Okay, and one more time, Eric, could you tell them again how to register for that? Sure. Uh, the best way is to go to the website, which is Walk for Epilepsy. It's W A L K F O R E P I L E P S Y. So walkforepilepsy.org. Or if you don't have access uh, to the internet, you can call our toll-free number, and that number is one eight hundred three three two one thousand. An easy way to remember it is one eight hundred E F A Epilepsy Foundation of America one thousand. All right, and I want to tell you, this walk has become so popular, Eric, that the producer here at Voice America is telling me that after we had uh, a show we had a few weeks ago, that for like a few weeks they were getting calls. As a matter of fact, I have to send you that information that uh, you can send them. They were receiving phone calls on how do I go to the walk, and we're calling Voice America asking them, how do we go to the walk? So listen, now you know how to go to the walk, but I've got to tell you, be there or register. Do one of the two because you are helping us make a difference. The more people that stand up and say, here I am, I'm not ashamed, the bigger impact that we're going to have. Uh, how about you, though, uh, Ryan? Why, why do you believe it's so important for as many people with epilepsy and or families or acquaintances or friends of people with epilepsy to participate? What, why do you think it's important? Sure. Well, there's, there's three simple words, uh, educate, empower, and encourage, um, uh, which is, is one of the mottos of the Epilepsy Foundation. Uh, one, to educate. Uh, like I have mentioned before, it, it's important to educate those around you uh, what epilepsy is and, and how to react to it. Uh, educate uh, friends and family and coworkers uh, and, and even folks you don't know. Uh, and second, empower. Uh, it's going to be a very overwhelming um, image for me uh, to be there on March 28th surrounded by hopefully more than 10,000 people uh, for the National Walk for Epilepsy with the Capitol in the background. Uh, it's going to be a very powerful image. Um, and, and it's going to be us coming together saying, it's okay to talk about this. Don't be discouraged. You can do this. Don't be ashamed. Uh, and the third would be encourage. Uh, encourage others to get involved. Uh, encourage others to spread the message. Uh, be encouraged about the message. Uh, encouraged about, what, about yourself and, and having epilepsy. There's no reason to be ashamed of it. 
how about you, Eric? Is there anything you wanted to add to that? Sure. I think, you know, that's, uh, you know, I, I think uh, Ryan has that I- exactly correct. As I said before, this is more than just a, you know, a, a walk. This is really a statement from our community about, about coming out of the shadows. And the other thing that I didn't mention mention earlier that uh, it will be will be brand new this year. Uh, we want to make sure that for folks, particularly for folks that are coming here from out of town, that you know it's it's going to be a um, in, in interesting you know weekend throughout. We're going to have the walk on um, on Saturday morning, as you know, it's the Cherry Blossom Festival, so a great opportunity to you know to see the mall, see the cherry blossoms, visit the museum museums, and then that night there's going to be a special uh, benefit concert at Constitution Hall. Uh, featuring uh, featuring Gladys Knight, so you know in the evening you get on the midnight train with uh, Gladys Knight and uh, you know in, enjoy her great music and uh, have a wonderful weekend here in Washington. Yeah, and it will be absolutely phenomenal. I know that we have some sponsors already um, for the walk. Eric, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, certainly. And by the way, I should I should mention uh, you know uh, you know right off right off the bat because. Uh, uh, you know, Joyce would be too modest to do this. One of our uh, one of our proud sponsors is Bender Consulting, which is the company that uh, Joyce Bender um, uh, owns, whose whose business is to um, help people with disabilities uh, move into move into employment, and really carry the motto that you know, employment of people with disabilities. This isn't a charity or philanthropy. This is just good business, and her company really exemplifies that, and is one of our proud sponsors. Our uh, our lead title sponsor is Ortho McNeil uh, Neurologics, and I think what is so impressive uh, about our colleagues there is you know it's one thing for a company to you know to write a big check uh, to be a sponsor, and we're pleased that they do that. But this is very very personal for for the company. They make this an employee event. Last year, more than you know 500 of their their employees were here to participate. So they really make this a statement of their commitment to uh, to epilepsy, and we're thrilled to have them as a sponsor. You know, to get that many people out on the um, out on the mall, obviously you've, you've got to get the word out. And so our media partners are fantastic. First of all, um, NBC4 WRCTV, which is the NBC affiliate here in Washington, uh, is our television sponsor. On the radio side, WTOP, which is the uh, top-rated uh, radio station here in Metropolitan Washington. Um, and their uh, Bob Manigan, who's their man of town, is our kind of MC at the walk and our official starter. On the print side, we're pleased to have the Washington Post, and we also have Comcast uh, Cable. So um, it's great to have those uh, media partners as well. And then we have a host of um, other companies that are, you know, adding to the walk. Everything from giant food stores uh, to uh, CSC Computer Sciences Corporation. Yes. And you know what? If you're listening to the show right now, it doesn't matter whether or not you have epilepsy. It matters that you care about helping me break this stigma that exists toward people with epilepsy and, as you well know, many disabilities. As a matter of fact, there are people, of course, that have other disabilities that also have epilepsy. So what I'm saying to you is, you know, Commissioner Griffin, who is in a wheelchair, She's there. Yoshiko, who is the wife of Justin Dart, Jr., who passed away several years ago, our champion, our general, she is there. 
Yeah, they come. Cheryl Sensenbrenner, she comes. She's there. She does not have epilepsy, but she attends. My point is, these are all people with disabilities. Becky Ogle, they all have disabilities, but they're there because they are in support of breaking down this attitudinal barrier. Quality of life for all. That's why we all have to work together. So I would encourage you, listening to the show, listen, call your friends. It's a great day. Uh, a huge stage. There you are seeing the Capitol and seeing the Washington Monument, and, and there you are with thousands of people. And as you mentioned, I think, before, Eric, afterwards they can go out into the area and there will be educational information. Now, one of the things we're doing, which is brand new this year, which I think is a really exciting element, is, 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 called, um, is called E3, and that stands for Epilepsy Empowerment Exhibit. We're going to have a very, very large tent set up on the mall, and it will be everything from uh, video presentations about epilepsy to a number of, uh, of uh, leading neurologists and experts where in a small group you can ask questions, get information. So particularly for, uh, for everyone, I think the information is going to, be, uh, going to be very helpful, particularly for those individuals or families you know, dealing with epilepsy. Here's a chance to have your specific questions uh, answered and talk with some of the, uh, the top neurologists in, in the world uh, while you're enjoying the uh, Cherry Blossom Festival. All right. Well, you know what? You better be there. I expect to see you. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back to close the show with Eric Hargis, the CEO of the Epilepsy Foundation, and Ryan Dillon, a champion that works on the Hill in Washington, D.C. We'll be right back. You're listening to Voice America, where disability matters. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much, unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count. Minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk. Which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE-TODAY. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. If you just joined us, we've been talking today to Eric Hargis, 
the CEO of the Epilepsy Foundation of America, and Ryan Dillon, a young man with epilepsy who's speaking out, who works on the Hill in Washington, D.C., about the National Walk March 28th at the mall that you can register for today. Um, I did want to ask you a couple other questions. Eric, what is the significance of people wearing certain colored shirts for the walk? Sure. One of the things is, you know, we were talking before about how there is such a, um, oftentimes, uh, such a such a stigma uh, around epilepsy, and we encourage people to, you know, to to speak out, to talk about it. This is a medical condition like anything else. There's no, absolutely nothing to be, you know, to be hidden or be ashamed of. So we give people the option if when they register for the walk, if they'd like to indicate that they have epilepsy, then they get a, a purple shirt rather than the white shirt that everyone else gets. And it's really a way just to kind of stand up and say, yeah, you know, I have epilepsy and I'm here on the, you know, uh, on the, on the mall. Um, I have epilepsy. It's not stopping me. And, uh, it's something I have. It doesn't have me. So it's, it's an opportunity to really make that statement. Obviously, it's not, it's not required if someone's not comfortable. Uh, but um, it's great to see, you know, so many last year, so many of the purple shirts all, all together, people really standing up for epilepsy. And uh, our chair of the board is Steve Sabatini, and he is very excited about the walk, as Eric is, as we all are. Do you have any idea, Eric, how many people you anticipate? Well, you know, you, you you never know, and obviously we're in you know we're in difficult economic times. But the early registration is running ahead. Last year we had over eight thousand people uh, on the mall, and it would be great to, to uh, certainly do more and uh, hopefully have more than more than ten thousand. It's a uh, you know it's uh, as I said before. Besides the walk, it's a wonderful time to be here in Washington. You're you know raising money for a great cause. Um, and by the way, the, the the course I have to maybe maybe I'm biased because I, I live here. I don't think there is a more beautiful course that you can walk anywhere in in the country. You start at the Capitol, you walk down the mall, so you're going by all the museums. You go by the Washington Monument, you walk down to the World War II Memorial, and and come back. And so you're seeing all of our nation's monuments. You're seeing the cherry blossoms and enjoying a very beautiful you know, spring morning. With thousands of other people, which is also, I mean, Ryan, you're going to love it, I'll tell you right now. You will be overwhelmed. Well, I I enjoy walking down by myself. Uh, You know, it really is a beautiful image. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to to walking down the mall, of course, wearing my my purple shirt uh, alongside my my family and, and friends. Well, they can be certainly proud of you, Ryan. Let me ask you this question, um, Eric. What about if people have no clue on, okay, well, where will, I, where, where will I stay and how do I make reservations for hotels? Do we give them any direction on our web about that? Sure. They get information on the website. Obviously, this is a, uh, I'd encourage people, this is a busy time in Washington, so uh, book, your, book your travel plans early. We do have a block of rooms um, on hold uh, where, that people can, uh, can utilize. They're at the Marriott Metro Center, which is uh, it, it, it's, uh, either a short walk or you can take the metro to the mall. It's at 775 12th Street uh, here in Washington, D.C., you need to mention the National Walk for Epilepsy. You'll get a better rate than if you just call on your own. And their number is 1-800-228-9290. But, again, 
Uh, I'd encourage people, whether you're staying at that, that Marriott or any other property, you know, book early because a lot of people are, are coming here that time of year. Yeah, could you repeat that number one more time, Eric? Sure. Um, the number for the um, Marriott Metro Center is 1-800-228-9290. Make sure, though, you mention National Walk for Epilepsy because you do get a better rate. All right, and for those of you who are in D.C. area, get there. You've got to get there. Uh, yeah, the first year, uh, Tony Coelho, our chair and the author of the ADA, our past chair now, you know, was just overwhelmed with this walk. Overwhelmed. Of course, he is a person with epilepsy. And then to just look out on that crowd, I was so, I'll tell you what, I had tears in my eyes when I was walking with Tony because just to see all those people, you know, coming out, it, it was just so awesome. And you will feel the same way. How about you, Eric? What was your proudest part of the walk last year? You know, I think um, I, I think last year what 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 really got me was at, you know at the beginning I, I mentioned earlier about uh, Carrie Naquin, the the young woman with epilepsy, who wrote the song "The Walk." And what we did is we asked everyone wearing a purple shirt to come down to the front, and we passed out the lyrics. And actually, this was we we videotaped this. The band performed the song. We asked everybody to sing along and to see all those people in purple shirts, um, you know, all singing, you know, this this song together, which which was really carrying the same messages that uh, that you know that Ryan has been emphasizing about, you know, about empowerment, about about having epilepsy. Let don't let it have you. That was really the message in that song, and it was just great to see. You know, being up on that stage and seeing all those people coming together and kind of, uh, you know, rocking out for epilepsy. It was. I was up there on that stage. Fortunately, my voice alone could not be heard when we were singing that song. Yeah, or, I or we would have seen a herd running away. <laughs> but I want to tell you, Alan was up there, Alan Fanica, um, Jeffrey Pope, who now plays for the Cincinnati Bengals. By the way, Jeff, if you're listening... Can't wait to see you again. Another great young man. And he couldn't be there that morning, but the night before, Samari Roll from the Baltimore Ravens were there. And I can tell you, as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I'm probably the only person that noticed one Raven every time we played him, and that was Samari Roll. But he was there the night before also. And that whole day was just truly overwhelming. And what is the name of our lead singer again, Eric? Uh, Kerry Naquin. She is awesome. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, can you go to YouTube or to somewhere and, and see video of that? Uh, yes. Do we have mm-hmm. that somewhere? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Yeah, you can. Uh, I believe we have it. I believe we have it up on on YouTube. It's worth it because it is a great song, and it was just awesome that day. So let me ask you this, Ryan. You've done already so much in your life that you can be proud of. But if you had to tell me the one accomplishment that you are the proudest of, what would it be? Wow, that's a loaded question. Um, I guess the one accomplishment um, that I would be most proud of uh, is being where I am. Uh, I came from a small rural town in Missouri, uh, and then after college came to the big city um, and have done well here and enjoyed my experience. And, and, uh, and it's because of this location, I've been able to get involved uh, with the foundation. So um, my, my one biggest accomplishment would be getting to where I am right now. And I want to ask you one other thing. What message do you have to high school students with disabilities 
possibly with epilepsy and or other disabilities, who are being bullied at school and living with this every day, what message do you have for them? My first message to me would be to don't let it affect you. I know that's sometimes overstated, but, uh, you know, if, 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 the help, if, you, if you need help, uh, help is there. Uh, there's help in your high school. Uh, hopefully there's help at home, uh, but you can easily overcome that. Um, and, and secondly, I would say that the support system is there. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure they have close friends. Um, uh, and I, I don't know if the, if the foundation offers some sort of program um, for, for maybe high school students or even college students or anyone uh, that is, is bullied or uh, is ridiculed for, for having epilepsy. Well, but, yes, uh, and every affiliate in, and I'm talking about, well, I'm speaking specifically about epilepsy here, every affiliate in the, in the United States, you know, would have a support system there. Uh, but if it's not that, listen to what Ryan said. I always tell people, always, always go to an adult. Absolutely. Never try to endure this, something terrible on your own. Don't you agree, Ryan? Uh, I would absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. I say to you also, you know, I had all these young people speak, Ryan, last year at the uh, Policy Institute. You cannot believe how many of them are bullied. Called seizure freak, seizure dog, made fun of, spit on, I say to all of you young people that listen to my show, look at him. Look at Ryan. When I say he works on the Hill, I'm meeting the Capitol. Look at him, what he's accomplished. He didn't let that stop him. So, Eric, do you have a message that you would like to uh, end the show with today? Well, Joyce, I want to, I want to, second, I want to second your message because that's, that's what that's what we need to get out. You know, here, here's some of the folks we've talked about today. You know, we've talk, you know we're talking with 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 Ryan, who is you know dedicating dedicating his career to serving America by working on Capitol Hill and helping to set you know the the, the policy and the legislative direction for you know for our future. And he's doing that with epilepsy. You know, we've been talking about about Samari Roll, about Jason Snelling, um, about Alan Fanica. Uh, all who are starting and playing in the in the NFL and have epilepsy. So if you're a young person and you have epilepsy, you set your sights and set your dreams on what's important to you and don't let people tell you that having this medical condition is, is going to stop you. Because there's too many examples. That That's right. You, I say to all of you, you speak up. Speak up. The words of Tony follow to me. When you get a chance to take the podium, speak up. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Ryan. To everyone. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.